Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's day 105, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. So hello everyone and welcome back as we finish up week 21 of our podcast. Hi everyone! Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin the Friendly Curious Cow. Okay, so Marvin, we are all square in the quiz. Oh yeah, I know Dave. I have to win this week or you'll be in the lead for the very first time. That would be awful. I know, I'm excited. Okay, well, are you ready to go? Oh, I sure am, Dave. Let's do this. Jingle, please. What do you remember? And what do you know? Let's find out because it's Friday. The Friday Quiz Show. Yeah, it's the Friday Quiz Show. Hi, everyone. It's great to be back. Hi, Gary. So, Gary, what have you been up to this week? This week, Dave, I was cleaning out my dray. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have to clean out my drains all the time, too, Gary. Yes, especially the shower drain. Otherwise, it gets all clogged up with cow hair. No, Marvin, not my drains. My dray. That's what you call a squirrel's nest. Oh. Oh, I did not know that, Gary. Well, I'm sure glad that wasn't a question on the quiz. Well, Gary, I think we are ready if you are. I sure am, Dave. Here we go. Question one from this week's readings. What did Hanun, the Ammonite king, do to David's men when they visited him? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yep, me too. Question two. And this one is from a long time ago. What was the name of the Israelite who took stuff from Jericho for himself instead of destroying it? Okay, yeah. Yeah, the Israelites killed him, huh? Yep, yeah, I think that's the one. Okay, and question three. How many verses in the Bible have the word wolf or wolves in them? Oh, wow, okay. Uh, Goodness, I have no idea. Okay, well, there's my guess. Yeah, I got mine too. Okay, well, let's see how you did. Question one. What did Hanun do to David's men? Oh, he cut off half their beards, and he cut their clothes up too. (laughs) Yep, that's what I put. That's right. Question two. What was the name of the Israelite that took the stuff from Jericho? No, wasn't that Achan? Yes, that's what I put too. Yes, that's right. And question three, how many verses in the Bible contain the word wolf or wolves? Well, I was going to guess ten, but that seemed too round a number, so I went for eleven instead. Oh, okay. I went for twenty-two. I don't know why. Well, the correct answer is twelve. Dave, you were just one away. Well done. Thanks, Gary. That's great. And for the first time ever, I'm in the lead, Marvin. That's 7-6. Oh, yeah, I know. Oh, this is not good. Well, let's get that up on the scoreboard. And thank you, Gary. That was fun. No problem, Dave. Hey, I'll see you guys later. Bye, Gary. Okay, Marvin. Well, let's get to business. Now, yesterday we heard how because of what David had done to Uriah, his young son would die, but also there would be lots of trouble in his family. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, well, that's how it was. Now, David had a daughter called Tamar, and her half-brother, Amnon, attacked her. Now, Tamar's brother, Absalom, was furious about that, and so later he had some men kill Amnon. Oh, wow. 
Well, yeah, this is not a happy family. Yeah, it really isn't. Now, David was very sad that his son had been killed, and so Absalom runs away for a while because, well, he's in big trouble for killing Amnon. But after a few years, David says, okay, Absalom, come back to Jerusalem. And so he does, but when he does, he's not allowed to go and see his father, David. And after a couple of years of that, Absalom says, well, look, okay, why did you even bring me back if you weren't going to see me? What was the point in all of that? And so finally, David does bring him back into the palace. Okay. Now, after that, the prince Absalom, well, he's maybe a bit fed up with all of this. And so today we'll hear what he got up to. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, well, who's reading for us today? Well, today we're back to reader number one. And that's our friend Janice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, hi, Janice. Hello, everybody. Today's reading is from Second Samuel, chapter 15. Some time later, Absalom got a chariot and horses for himself. He also got 50 men to run in front of him. He would get up early. He would stand by the side to the road that led to the city gate. Sometimes a person would come with a case for the king to decide. Then Absalom would call out to him, What town are you from? He would answer, I'm from one of the tribes of Israel. Absalom would say, Look, your claims are based on the law, so you have every right to make them. But the king doesn't have anyone here who can listen to your case. Absalom would continue, I wish I were anointed judge in the land. Then anyone who has a case or a claim could come to me. I would make sure they are treated fairly. Sometimes people would approach Absalom and bow down to him. Then he would reach out his hand. He would take hold of them and kiss them. Absalom did that to all the Israelites who came to the king with their cases or claims. That's why the hearts of the people were turned towards him. After Absalom had lived in Jerusalem for four years, he went and spoke to the king. He said, Let me go to Hebron. I want to keep a promise I made to the Lord. When I was living at Geshur in Aram, I made a promise. I said, If the Lord takes me back to Jerusalem, I'll go to Hebron and worship him there. The king said to him, Go in peace. So he went to Hebron. Then Absalom sent messengers secretly to all the tribes in Israel. They said, Listen for the sound of trumpets. As soon as you hear them, say, Absalom has become king in Hebron. Absalom had taken 200 men from Jerusalem with him to Hebron. He had invited them to be his guests. They went without having any idea what was going to happen. While Absalom was offering sacrifices, he sent for Ahithophel. Ahithophel was David's advisor. He came to Absalom from Gilo, his hometown. The number of people who followed Absalom kept growing, so he became more and more able to carry out his plans against David. A messenger came and spoke to David. He told him, The hearts of the Israelites are turned towards Absalom. Then David spoke to all his officials who were with him in Jerusalem. He said, Come on, we have to leave right away. If we don't, none of us will escape from Absalom. He will move quickly to catch up with us. He'll destroy us. His men will kill everyone in the city with their swords. The king's officials answered him, You are our king and master. We are ready to do anything you want. The king started out. Everyone in his whole family went with him, but he left ten concubines behind to take care of the palace. So the king and all those with him left. They stopped at the edge of the city. Thanks, Janice. Oh, wow. So David had to run away from his own palace, Dave, from Jerusalem. That's right. Absalom was very smart and very sneaky. 
he made sure whenever someone came to Jerusalem to ask for the king's help, well, he made sure he got there first. He wanted all the Israelites to think Absalom would be a much better king than David was. They would think, well, look, Absalom's the one who actually helps us. And all of that, well, it worked. When the time comes and he wants to take the throne, the people are on his side. And David has to leave Jerusalem. Oh, yeah, Dave, I did not see that coming. I always thought of David as, you know, the great warrior, not someone having to run away and hide from his own son. Yes, that's right. We all know about David, the warrior who killed Goliath, the one who defeated Israel's enemies. We maybe forget about David who pretty much had murdered Uriah and had to run away from Absalom. David was a great king, and he does have a very special, very important role in God's big story. Like we've said, the Bible still calls David a man after the Lord's own heart. But David, just like you, just like me, and just like everyone else, was a sinner who was saved not because he deserved it, not because he killed Goliath, not because he won lots of battles. He was saved by grace. He did not deserve to be saved, but he was because he put his trust in the Lord. Okay, yeah. So today, boys and girls, well, imagine if heaven was only for the greatest people. Great kings and warriors, maybe super clever scientists, Olympic and world champions. How sad that would be for the rest of us. But the truth is, even the greatest people on earth, they, like David, are sinners like you and me. Jesus opened the way to heaven for the greatest of people and for the very least of people and for everyone in between. So today, thank God that his grace and favor is for all who would put their trust in him. Amen. And Marvin, I think that will do it for week 21. Yeah, I think so too. Okay, well, bye everyone. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh, and